Welcome to the Boruto Podcast. This is episode six, Shibai, Osuski Shibai, the Osuski God. Um, he was only mentioned in chapter 75 by Amaro. And he seems to be like a really important character because he has given the abilities or Amano has extracted the abilities that he had and gave them to Ada and Damon. Um, and Shabai is a very important character that was only mentioned slightly. So if we look at chapter 75, Naruto brings up he says, Amaro, what the heck, or how the heck did you develop so many unbelievable abilities? And Amaro's like, develop couldn't be accurate. I am a mere human, not a god. The crafting abilities is a feat permitted to only to gods. What I did is simply transplant things that already existed. Um, and he said, yeah, their abilities were brought about by a god someone who actually evolved into a god-like being and then he says otsuki shibai so when he says evolved into a god-like being aren't otsuki's already gods don't you think that would be hinting that maybe shibai was like a normal person just like boruto and has evolved into an otsuki um no because I mean, before, right when he was explaining those Suskis, he was saying that they were essentially just parasitic aliens. You know, yes. that would do so. So they're probably just an alien race, and then they can evolve past that into a godlike being um, by the process of what he says, annoying gardening. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, not the. I think God, right? The word God is used somewhat loosely in Naruto and Boruto. Um, you know, anybody who's just overwhelmingly strong, they call gods. Or somebody who uh, has done things that other people cannot do are called gods. But I think Shibai, oh well, whatever the godlike being, because it could be a different name, right? We still don't know. Would the godlike being even call themselves Shibai or say they're, uh, you know, keep their own well, name if, if part of evolving is leaving behind one's own body, kind of like leaving their own identity away? Now there's something else. Would they even call themselves Shibai anymore? Would so, also another thing that his name is Shibai, um, his name means like a theater play drama, but it also means deceiving something along the lines of that. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I don't know. Like what could that mean? Right? Cause if it's deceiving, who's deceiving? Shibai? Shibai isn't deceiving because we know at least the story that Amato told us, has to be true because Momoshiki confirmed it. So if Shibai isn't deceiving, they gotta be Amato. What is he deceiving? Well, as we know, Amato likes to talk 
without telling you everything. And so even though he says, you know, he transplanted it, maybe that isn't what happened. Because think about it, right? Ada can only go back to the moment she was born. So she says. But how could you transplant? I mean, outside of just literally in the womb, how could you transplant it over to somebody not born yet? Right? Unless she was cultivated exactly like Mitsuki, uh, where he's from the second he's born, he's already a specimen, you know? And then Damon, same thing. If Damon was transplanted, uh, when? If the same time as Ada, Ada, I mean, why? You know, would he allow it? Why would Jigen, who wanted them disposed of, allow them to be from the second they're born have those powers? I don't know. So yeah. Theo, what do you think about his name? Steven? Shiva's name, uh, like you said, it's a uh, it's really a peculiar name. It's uh, play, and play can mean a lot of things. Um, I'm re- I'm really not sure. I'm not sure if Amato is trying to deceive someone or if that really is uh, Shiva's name. It could be, but um, mm-hmm. it, it it could be an allegory or. Um, it could be a uh, a fake name, for all we know. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Shibai is uh, that's not his name entirely. Could be a different, totally different one. Um, I I don't know what you guys think about that. So maybe uh, it was a title he gave himself to deceive people of who he really is or was, because um, he evolved. He evolved into Shibai. Maybe he was something else. Um, and I also think that they named him Shibai because um, when they give his backstory, because we're going to have to get his backstory eventually, how his life went and stuff, I hope. I feel like that's going to oh. be the play. That's going to be the theater. That's the play, the, sh- the story. Kind of like the Indra, Ashura, Hagaroma at the end of Shippuden. Yeah. I think um, for now, it, it seems like it's the truth. But um, according to Momoshiki, because Momoshiki is a good uh, source, I would say the only problem is uh, is Momoshiki's deceptive nature too. Uh, Momoshiki at the time when he confirmed it, like we got to remember, he wasn't in the best terms with Boruto. Yes. Right, so he like Momoshiki's like uh, his intent was to kind of spook Boruto at the time, but um, I I would say yeah, it's it's real. Momoshiki's a good source, but again, like uh, just like Amato and Ishiki, I would say Momoshiki d- doesn't want to tell the whole truth yet. You know what I've thought of right now? What mm-hmm. if the name Shibai and it meaning play, theater, drama? And also meaning possibly deceive, right? What if it's just talking about omnipotence, right? Because what does omnipotence do? It's deceiving people. And we know that was one of his abilities. So I'm guessing, right, just like Momo 
and Ishiki having their names and their names being tied to the people that they're based off of and the abilities that they're based off of. And it's probably the same as that. Shibai's name is Shibai because he had omnipotence. And now, right, the theater play drama part, that could probably just be talking about what Momoshiki said, where he said, have you never thought uh, that maybe a god had already previously, you know, tampered with people's memories? You know, it's quite quite possible uh, what he said. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what if Shiba is just based off of, or the name is just based off of because of him having omnipotence? Well, I'm pretty sure uh, Amado gave Ida omnipotence from Shibai's remains, right? So it's almost like Shibai was just doing that like crazy or nonstop, like unbelievable power. Hey, what's up, Archer? Welcome. All right, so, so Shibai is on another dimension. He he literally mm. ascended. Like he evolved so much and, and devoured so many planets with a chakra fruit and, and gained all that genetic code and and all that. He literally evolved and was able to transcend onto another dimension, which whoa, is whoa. absolutely crazy plane of existence probably most likely because he's they just say he left this dimension where he went maybe a different dimension or with how it's looking like a completely uh different plane of existence one that doesn't need a body which is different from a dimension right dimension is still within space and time or space time but another plane those go out the window literally you think uh, Boruto will be able to transcend like Shibai? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I want him to. Not only do I want him to, but um, it would just be like, it would be so cool. You know, Boruto's so cool. He, if he ascended, he's done something almost nobody's ever done. Uh, with that, what does that mean, right? Now that he's ascended, if he ascends, what can he do? With yeah. Um, who is going to be there when he ascends? Is Shibai going to be there? We don't know. But how would we, how would he ascend? How would he gain that power? Would he like devouring, devouring, devouring planets? Well, that could be one way. That's a proven way. It's a proven way to do it. So. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe it's not only Shibai. Maybe there's many beings that have transcended or, and are in that realm you know there's one thing i i kind of questioned about shibai uh that's his age um so i think what's always been interesting about like shibai is a uh, like the approximate timeline of when he ascended or or you know what what occurred or when it occurred um i kind of had a couple theories about when it all happened um, I think, I think, I think an interesting source would be, I, I believe Sas uh, the Sasuke novel. You guys remember the one where he star was people. in, uh, uh, the Sasuke star people or the Sasuke resident. 
Red Suit, the and it was Sasuke. Oh, in the anime? Yeah. Right. It was the one, yep, Sasuke uh, Red Suit, and it was when he was investigating uh, about the chickens, raptors, dinosaurs, of all, of all things. And um, I thought that was a little weird because um, according to Sakura, the, like these were draconic beasts that died out millions of years ago by some unknown cause. And um, that cause was some sort of a meteor impact. I kind of had in my mind that, that if hypothetically, let's say that was Shibai, that would put him in several million years ago that, if he was the one responsible for that. Well, okay, if we look at the um one of the last panels and the the most seen panel of Shabai, where he's all like shadowed out and it says led to godhood, right above it it says uh he was able to transcend by repeatedly undergoing karmatic resurrection, Shabai cheated death, devoured many fruit over several millennia, and eventually to the cumulative evolution. So several millennia is a few thousand Thousands, years. Yeah. yeah, a few thousand years. Yeah. So that kind of gives us like a time frame. Sure. Um, and, and, and who's to say he's on Earth, right? No, no, I don't think he's. he's I mean, okay. Uh, one of the topics I was going to bring up: How did Amino even get his remains? That is like. Because he says it. He says his remains still exist, but he doesn't exist. It would have to be somewhere a motto or people associated with a motto in Africa. Shiki. And, uh, <clears throat> right, we don't know if whenever Nosuski dies, do they decompose? They um, should. I was, well, I was going to say that, like, um, again, it's another uh, franchise altogether, but, like, uh, when a certain... I would say villain or being was sealed away. Like he was so powerful, his body doesn't decompose like the way normal people decompose. Like they're yeah. so powerful, they, they kind of mummify. Um, I can picture Shibai being a mummy, his body, his leftover yeah. body being. Some, yeah. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Take, take Hashirama, for example. He's dead, but yet they still harvest his cells. His cells are still working. Like, especially well, we don't no- know how what exactly he harvested, right? Um, yeah, it had to have been his genetic data because that's something that we know Amato for sure does uh, do whenever he's cloning. He clones <clears throat> using genetic data. So, again, how did he even get Jiraiya? Because Jiraiya is at I the think- bottom of the ocean. I think, like, it, it, again, it's like um, the, the question of Shibai's corpse, according to Amato, is, again, the age of Shibai's corpse. Because if if the corpse is ancient um, by nature, then hypothetically, if it was on Earth, it should be very, very, very um, deep underground, underneath the Earth. Um, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of like... Um, Proposing that Amato is some archaeologist at heart, I guess, which would be funny. But, like, it would, yeah, it, it would be weird. It would. Well, I mean, okay. So, mm-hmm. Momoshiki knows of Shibai. So, it seems like the Osusuki are aware of him. 
it's almost like maybe they had like a shrine of where his body would lay to rest or something. But I don't think it's the earth. I think uh, with the Shiki's help, with the karma, they were able to go to different dimensions and go to where his body was and Amado was able to take it. Maybe, I don't know if he did it. Um, would, would a Shiki even allow this? You know, um, like... Well, he allowed it to some extent, right? Before the the cyborgs were made. I, I mean, guess, before I guess he it's had a the cyborgs two... disposed of. Yeah, no, I guess it's like two train of thoughts. Either like A, Amato accidentally or 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 somehow like found information on Shibai's body somewhere on Earth, or you know, it was it was uh it was a Shiki who gave Amato Shibai's corpse from another dimension. You know what? Um, I just thought about mm-hmm. it. It would make sense that Ishiki would tell Amato about it because um Ishiki needs another person. So what if that is one of the plans he had before thinking, oh, I'm just going to sacrifice Jigen's body and resurrect in Kawaki. That might have been their first run at it of like, you know, getting the chaga fruit. It could have been that right. he was like, oh, well, I know of an Asuski that we could use. Let's try to use it. But he's dead. So let's try to resurrect him. Let's try to revive and then he got Amato to do it because he saw Amato try do cloning uh, on Akabi. And that's probably what the first deal was. I'm going to do, she, I'm gonna, we're going to use Shibai's body, but we're going to have to re, like, revive him. And then, and then maybe it fails, right? And mm. now he uses the plan of, oh, I'm going to make Kawaki. And that's, that's how it changes. Mm. I don't know. That's only one way that Ishiki would allow it, right? If it was part of his plan to uh, get a fruit. Be like, oh, I got this body. We could use the body. Um, But it would be a bad body because it's a dead uh, corpse, right? Just like how he was talking about Jigen, that Jigen would be a bad body because it's a defective vessel. So that could be one. By the way. Mm Mm-hmm. How did um so Ada and Damon their powers were taken from Shabai's body and they were given to them? First of all, how would Amado even know th- to pick those powers out to give it to them? How would he even even have a clue? And then the other thing is Ada has a Semergon. Does that mean that Shabai had a Semergon? Because he it didn't depict that he had one. I think I think whatever Amato did, I I personally believe um, that he was just messing around. A tip, uh, like a typical scientist, he was like, "What what would happen if I put these cells in a human?" And maybe it was a trial and run th- sort of thing. Um, and somehow, like he uh, succeeded. Maybe Ada and Damon are like the ones that survived the experiment. Maybe that's yeah, possible. yeah. I, that that's me. I I'm not saying that's like what actually happened, but thing is, is um, he said pretty sure in the chapter he he said all of this stuff already existed and it was created by gods. Mm-hmm. It it already existed. You know, he didn't. Really, it well, seems like he he didn't really have to do much other than 
transplanting. Well, there's some there's some weird stuff happening with like I would say Shibai's power in general. Um because like omni omnipotence, according to Amato, when I read the manga, um Aida is very, very like like weak compared to Sheep Shibai's version apparently. Like whatever she's she not did, a full Otsuki. Yeah, she's not a full of what we think that means, right? It could mean well, two things. Either mm-hmm. Ada cannot control it, as in, right, because that's what they were saying. She can't control it because she's not an Osuski. And it could be either that she can't do it on command, right, at her will, or the refinement of what she actually does when she uses it is not that good. So that's the two trains of thought that we could go with for how and what they meant by she can't control it either. It's a weaker version of it, which is crazy because it's super strong already. But, or, I mean, the other is that she just can't do it on command, which is probably the more likely one, the one that looks like to be the case because omnipotence is still very strong, even though uh, they're getting out of it. Do you think Boruto would be able to get the powers that Damon and Ada have? Because technically it's Osusuki powers, Kinjutsu. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no reason he shouldn't outside of uh, the karma explanation, right? Whenever they were saying that karma, whenever you have it on two different people, only one can ever actually come out, like, develop completely because they don't want multiple personalities of the same person and so if that was a strict karma rule then there's probably measures already in place for them to never have the same type of powers as another osuski to make them unique to not have you know overlap because right that would also help how they have to go in pairs because if if I could do, right, I'm an Osuski and I could do what you can do, you're another Osuski, why would I need you? Right? Why would I need you outside of the sacrifice? And uh, it seems to me, maybe I'm reading it like weird, right? But it seems to me that Shibai might have been the sacrifice. Think about it, right? When they were explaining him about him evolving, they were saying that he kept undergoing karmic, you know, the process of karma. And as we know, you have to die. Well, not you have to die, but you could put a karma because you want to come back, right? And the only time we've seen people put a karma and uh, because they want to come back after death is because either they're killed or they are sacrificed and that's one of the preparation uh that's one of the things to prepare before actually letting yourself be eaten by a tentails so what if that's the case what if it was that he was somehow the sacrifice and if that's the case who was the <laughs> one who ate the fruit from him but right it also says that he uh he was eating fruit, right? So he it seems to me that he did both of the roles, right? The sacrifice to uh for the fruit to be made and then the harvester, the one that eats the fruit. And so he ate himself. Well, we don't know, right? Cuz that's what Ishiki tried to do and 
Ishiki was saying how it would turn into a bad fruit. So unless he was doing multiple times, which he clearly did, right? It took him millennia uh, to evolve into whatever he is now. But unless he was doing and willing to get a bad fruit, I don't see why he would, right? If you could have the choice of eating uh, five-star meals and McDonald's, <laughs> why would you eat McDonald's, you know? But So he was yeah. doing both, though, right? He was exactly. sacrificing he would, himself and eating fruits, and exactly. he would just resurrect through a karma. And, how we, yeah. and we know, right, that they have to, well, not have to, but they seem to be going in pairs. So if they're going in pairs, what if they switch out roles? What if the one who eats it this time sacrifices next time? Because I was thinking, right, with um, Kenshiki, I think in the movie, and in the manga, and I think in the anime, I don't know, but definitely in the movie, uh, Kenshiki said for him, right, to Kenshiki's power to go to Momoshiki and be given to him, just like how his guardian was did the same for him so it seems like right i let you eat me because somebody already let themselves uh they, they somebody already let me eat them so maybe it's a thing where they switch right now that would make more sense as to why kaguya did what she did by betraying him because if they were to switch out roles right you have a pair this time you eat the fruit, next time I'll eat the fruit. This time you sacrifice, next time you sacrifice. Maybe, right? And we know that she got attached to the people on Earth. Um, maybe she did it because of that. She didn't want to lose this Earth. So if I'm supposed to be sacrificed, I'm not going to allow it. And then she backstabbed him, and then we see what happens later. So yeah, I was thinking, what if they actually just flip-flop the roles? That means somebody else was also with Shibai, unless Shibai was by himself. But if you're by herself, again, how do you do it? How do you do it by yourself? Ishiki had that problem for a long time until he found Kawaki. Jigen. You mean by, um, do you mean it's hard doing it by yourself because of finding a vessel? Exactly. It's, it's I mean, all dependent upon what exactly do you need to be a vessel? thing with that is, is that, like, Ishiki and Momoshiki are too, like, like, Ishiki spent how many decades or centuries trying to find Kawaki, but Momoshiki, he just saw some little kid and was like, yeah, he's my vessel. It was like, well, in the it's anime, too different. Right? In the anime version, well, not even version, because it was only in the anime. When they were showing uh, Kawaki's backstory, they had Delta actually pick up a blood sample on Kawaki in the episode, right? He, I think he was bleeding for some reason and uh, they picked up a blood sample from him and then that's probably how you determine it. Or that's probably how at least Ishiki determined it, that Kawaki is a good one or at least has some type of genome or something in that blood is a marker that, oh, this might be hit. This might be a good one. Probably. And then if that's the case, right, yeah. Uh, if that's the case now, he has all them kids in the in the little IV bags and he puts karmas on them, but only a couple of them survive. So it can't just be genetic because if it was just genetic, all them kids could have had one. 
Yeah. Like if we're thinking that the blood sample process is actually part of it. Um, because again, right. That, that's what Momoshiki said in the, in the manga, in the anime that he was talking about Boruto's blood in the anime. He said the blood of Osuski, or, uh, and then in the manga, he says the blood of the Hyuga, right? So Byakugan, um, and yeah, I don't know, because it seems to be something to do with blood. But then if it's blood, some of the people that we know are at least somewhat more compatible than Boruto and Kawaki because of their blood connection to whatever it is, should be uh, available. but Or not available, but compatible. I mean... But um, or they weren't. Wouldn't this imply that Kawaki has some special genetics? That allow him to be to go in sync with the Ishiki. I mean, I mean, but but that's that's I the mean, thing. We, like, we've never seen his mother. That's think about it. We've never that, seen that his true. mother. Who is? His oh, well, mother? I, I always questioned his uh, Kawaki's lineage because they've they've clearly let that. Um, they've clearly sort of hidden that that little detail. Like, what what are what's Kawaki's ancestry? Because Clearly, Boruto has Otsutsuki ties. He has close Otsutsuki ties. But we know nothing about Kawaki. What do you think he does? I think he has to. Mm -hmm. Just because it seems to be Otsutsuki ties, uh, according to Momo, Momoshiki, then I think he has to. If not, there's going to have to be a better reason why he's the exception. It Wait, I mean... Um, not him. Maybe we, we're kind of underestimating just uh, the nature of karma. Because if you think about it, when Otsutsukis go to different planets, um, of course there are other living creatures that uh, inhabit these planets, right? But they have no ties to the Otsutsuki, genetically speaking. Um, I mean, it could be the case that Kawaki is legitimately a nobody. And he was just he happened to be very compatible with Ishiki, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. I think uh, if, if they say Shibai has been for, for millennials doing the karmatic resurrection, um, and we've seen it with Ishiki doing it to, uh, to Jigen, like they do it on many different vessels, but it's, it I, seems like it's not hard to find a, a perfect vessel for yourself. It doesn't seem like it's that hard. Because if, if, if Shibai has been doing it for millennials, and other Suskis do it all the time, you know? Well, I, again, I think, right? uh, yeah, I heard that. Like, it was an idea about that. Uh, well, there was a, some sort of hypothesis somebody else talked about. Um, some guy said that uh, Ishiki was too strong for his own good. That uh, karma... Um, that any Otsutsuki can do a karma if they're strong enough, right? But if the Otsutsuki is too powerful, the the less likely they are to find a, a suitable vessel. Um, yeah, I I thought that was a good idea, but I'm not sure. Yeah, like Jigen, right? Jigen mm -hmm. couldn't handle his power. Uh, Boruto seems to be able to handle his power. That's why he went into what we call a true essence. Uh, he could actually tap into the full power of Momoshiki and get the experience and everything. So, 
I don't know. It just seems like whatever the vessel process is, right, selection process is, is going to really weed out all these possibilities for how exactly did Shibai do it? Because I don't think there's other, at least as intelligent life forms as the, the ones on Earth. At least there shouldn't be. There's the people on um, the moon, right? The Tonaries clan, their side of the clan. Those people are there, but that's about it from what we know. I mean, uh, well, I was going to say that um, it was in the novel, and it was uh, for the movie novel. You know, a lot of things get retconned. But um, according to according to the novel, there was a... the 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 time space Momoshiki was in, he was, he was over a fallen civilization and the, the civilization had a, a myriad of corpses, uh, which, which is basically alien corpses at, at, in the context here. But, um, so, I mean, the novel, the novel, from what I've known, they mention other intelligent races but I don't know, like, what they... I mean, we don't know what they look like, I, I think. Whether they're humanoid or, like, maybe they, they, they're, like, bug bugs. But um, I, I, thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. There, there might be other intelligent races out there. But I don't know. It seems to me like the, the Naruto universe is so spread out. Even if there are other aliens out there, they're... Uh, they, they they have no form of communication, maybe like maybe almost like yeah. us. Yeah. Have y'all thought about um, a different energy source being the reason why for everything? Right. So yes, like, we know that omnipotence, the Shinjutsu of Shinjutsu, doesn't work on other Osuskis, right? It doesn't work on the caster and other Osuskis, and for some reason Sarada and Sumire. But why would that be, right? Why would it not work on Osuskis? Well, why does it not work on Sarada and Sumire, right? It's again, we're stuck yeah. in a place where we know enough, but not enough. Because that's probably going to be like yeah, automatic. We That's probably end of series stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I believe. Did the omnipotence, and obviously she's not a full Utsuki. So, like, let's mm-hmm. say, for example, Shibai was the omnipotence. I mean, that's how do we not know that if Shibai did omnipotence, it wouldn't affect other Utsuki? Like, maybe. Shiki said it didn't, right? Momoshiki said it doesn't affect the Utsuki. That might be she by messing with his memories. Never. That could be a case, right? It's uh, it's like the what's his name? It's a DC comic book character, um, where it's like if you lose sight of him, he doesn't exist anymore. It might be something like that. But yeah. then again, right? Omnipotence. They explained it, or at least Moshiki explained it. It could be, you know, unreliable right there, even though he's the most reliable that we have right now. But Momoshiki explained it as consciousness is linked through chakra, right? And so if a god wanted to, they could meddle with it. They could change it, right? They can mess with it. 
So, it seems to target only chakra, but why would it only target chakra? Right? Like, why would it... Or not why would it target chakra, but like, why point out that it's chakra that it's targeting? Because if it was chakra that it was targeting, Boruto has chakra. Sarada got chakra. Some of the people that aren't affected have chakra. So again, right? It's just, is it because she can't control it in the sense that she can't refine who exactly and what exactly to do? Or she just can't do it at well? You know? Um, um, I, I, think, I think Omnipotence is kind of... I always said it was weird from the start because uh, it might be a little bit of a hot take, but I always... Um, associate it with uh and it's very similar to creation of all things when you think about it um i thought that was the biggest um uh the most peculiar thing about like omnipotence because uh i'm reading the panel here and i can show it to you guys in fact let me show it um on discussion so here here momoshiki says omnipotence the ultimate power that only an omniscient omnipotent god can control um but what what's funny funny enough he said this too he said um they said that god used it in the process of creating the world a programming language for creation so um and the absolute will that materializes everything that is like i'm not gonna lie that's basically creation of all things um, Isn't that the uh, fan translation? Is it? Is it? Uh, yeah. This is the only translation I could get. Is there another yeah, one? That, yeah, let me uh, let me pull it up. Hold on. Sure. Because I definitely don't remember him saying divine technique, divine technique. It's definitely Shinjutsu of Shinjutsu. So let me let me see. No, you're right. Because like I'm curious about the other translation because I've been trying to find it for a minute. Yeah. What is that, 79 or 70? Oh, here we go. Never mind, I got it. So this is what he says, right? Momoshiki, he says, omnipotence in the uh, one of the bubbles. An ultimate power only an all-knowing, almighty God can wield. The Shinjutsu of Shinjutsu. A programming language that gods were said to have used to create worlds. The will to make anything real. That is what omnipotence is. Well, and that's what that, uh, he says it is. I don't know. Well, I think, um, well, that, that solves the case, I guess. I always said that there was something deeper going on between, uh, and it sounds kind of weird. There's a parallel between Shibai and Hagoromo Otsutsuki. I think even um, there was one YouTuber who did say there was a parallel between the two. Um, you probably know him. He's big on YouTube. Uh, Swaikage, I think it was Swaikage. If I remember. Glasses guy. Yeah. Uh, he makes all sorts of quirky videos. But, but basically, uh, even he mentioned that there was something kind of odd. Because why is uh, Omni, uh, Omnipotence so similar to Creation of All Things? Because what Momoshiki is saying is almost the same thing basically put thought will um the thought and will to materialize 
creation. You know, the, the, basically it's, um, reality warping, which also tells me that what, whatever Ada did, it's nothing compared to what a God like Shibai can do. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, again, um, right, it just like, why would he say Osuskis are excluded though? Right. Like, there, there might, they yeah. Maybe like, there's right, like here, some, me, some, mm-hmm. let me look at it. Right. So he says, by the way, after explaining omnipotence and what happened in Boruto's case, by the way, omnipotence does not affect the Osuski fide like you and Kawaki, nor its caster Ada. Incidentally, that Uchiha girl somehow seems to be unaffected as well, though it's usually the immune who suffer the most from omnipotence. Now, right? He says, affect the Osuski fide like you and Kawaki. Mm. Why would he say like you and Kawaki? I mean, why would he say Osuski fide? Is it because. They have a karma, or are they talking about they are Osuskis? Now that I'm thinking about I, it, it might be mm-hmm. that they are, I mean, that they have a karma. I think it's because they have a karma. Yeah, because yeah, if they have a karma, they're bringing up, right, just like how Amato explained it whenever he was talking about karma, they're bringing up backup data of somebody else's memories and everything, right, reality, their whole being. So what if that's the reason? Because there's two different realities being made. The one with the karma, the one that the karma has, which is everything about whoever's Osuski that that karma is for. Um, And then the one after, which is the uh, whatever they do with omnipotence. Well, look, they they evolved into Osuskis. And Amuro says it in chapter 75. Um, who evolved? Boruto and Kawaki turned into Osuskis. They evolved, and it it, it makes sense because Amuro said that they evolved. On, where is it? You know what I was thinking, actually, in the same chapter, chapter seventy-five. Right, this might be a possible answer for who exactly isn't uh, immune and why. Right. Hope. Literally hope. It sounds dumb, right? Because you could say, oh, well, Naruto definitely has hope. Oh, well, you know, some of these people, they have hope that are affected. Right. But. He says Amato, right, he says. That Osuski powers contain hope to make what is impossible to us possible and hope is bolded right why would it be bolded if it's just like nothing right if it's just a little statement no it means that hope is really important for something and uh, that's something for Borto, of course exactly yeah <laughs> and um, now, so wait right, we, uh-huh. so what I, hold on what i was saying about ominous he said yeah their abilities were brought about by a god someone who actually evolved into a godlike being there's like evolutions to it yeah so, so is there corrected himself yep. but okay they can keep evolving and but it's like how far can they go with evolving okay, they should so they should buy as far as we know they should buy achieve that is that what he achieved I, yeah i suppose well, I, was, 
did the maximum. I mean, he turned into a god. I mean, what else is uh, there left? What else I think, I think, um, I was going to say, like, I think um, Ishiki and Kaguya are, I, I know it's going to lead to, like, some sort of, like, uh, like controversy, but I think Ishiki and, Ishiki and Kaguya represent sort of, like, the pinnacle of what an Otsutsuki could be before uh, they uh, ascend into a higher plane, right? Because, like, they've, they're kind of reaching that cap, that, that physical cap uh, that I think we're proposing here. Because it seems to me, Shigi was really, really, really close to his goal. Um, all he needed was maybe a nut, one or two more um, high-quality chakra fruits to get what he needed. Um, I mean, Kaguya, she she ate a very, very high-quality chakra fruit, and she gained immortality. She she was regenerating like it was nothing. Um, she was controlling uh, the very planet itself. She can. She can um, move mountains. She can create ice. All that sort of stuff. I mean, it's almost the same. The same things um, Amato was talking about. Because according to Amato, just screaming, Shibai was starting thunderstorms. Um, I I think I think Kaguya and Ishiki are uh, the physical pinnacle of what an Otsutsuki can be before mm-hmm. some sort of ascension. Um, I don't know. I but, don't think that's the case. Because if you look, right, the clothes mm-hmm. are very important when they're like Osuskis, right? They have three, what seems to be three different types of clothing. They have the normal, you know, normal looking clothing that Momoshiki wears whenever he's inside. Toneri. Yeah, Toneri. Yeah. You know, no symbols, no sage tomoes or nothing, nothing, right? No Renegon on the shirts. That's the normal one that we see mainly, right? This is before the power-ups for most of them. But then Ishiki, he comes in with the robe and the, you know, colors on it and the design on the back of the shirt or the back of the robe, kilt, whatever. So that's like a step up possibly in power or in the process or something. Right, it could be and rank we look as at, well. Yeah, maybe rank. Um, because now that I'm thinking about it, right, Kenshiki and Momoshiki were both the same type of clothing style, right? They had no colors, very minimal design, and then Ishiki and Kaguya both had the designs on it with the Renegon or the Tomoe or some type of design on it. And then Shibai, if you look, he's wearing all black. It's all black. And ripped and that's up. not a color design. I mean, I mean, that's not just a thing for the manga, right? Because you see him whenever he's against a white background and a black background, and he's still wearing black. And so maybe, right, that's how we can figure out the stages between, uh, you know, just starting off as an Osuski and what you end up as a Nosuski god because that would make well I mean if we look if we look at the clothes it seems like Shibai doesn't really care much about it like that looking good or whatever because he transcended he doesn't care about the 3D realm and I think that the transcension in, in the realm that he's in and maybe others are in too 
is a realm of peace and tranquility and like meditation and like really like you know the trippy looking stuff like crazy but meditation and peaceful you know like i look like a wizard like shabai had all everything he, he could ever want in the universe right but he gave the, all that up because it doesn't matter to him even just like his clothing doesn't matter yeah i was just literally right well again right i think that is not the case only because of what Amato said. Whenever he was explaining, you know, what happened to Shibai, he said it, he could have been killed. We don't know what happened. So I don't think, right, <laughs> obviously if he's that powerful, uh, or at least what seems to be that powerful, who the hell could kill him? Well, who have we seen hurt another Osuski, Kaguya, someone of the same level clothing as him, right? Just what seems to be, because it could, it could be nothing, right? It could just be, oh, whatever, because Kaguya did used to have the same type of clothing as Momoshiki before she ate the fruit. But in the manga, they draw her with the, the design of after eating the fruit. So it's like, it's weird, right? But um, again, yeah. right, if, if they're in pairs, if they come in pairs, the only other person who could have killed them would have been his pair, just like how Kaguya almost killed uh, Ishiki. Well, I mean, um, to, the, to the question of, like, colors, too, um, Ishiki and Kaguya are very, very interesting for Otsutsukis because, like, if you look at the colors they wear, uh, these are colors associated with royalty purple and pristine red uh you see that in and many monarchs kings queens um i thought that was interesting because um purple is again a very rare color associated with uh with high royal status and i think kagi has mentioned several times to be like a like a princess and then ishiki here people on earth they call her a princess well, I was also saying that Ishiki, I don't know, for me, Ishiki always, um, he felt like some sort of king. I don't, it, it, he felt like, like very king-like if, um, yeah, yeah, conducts uh, to me. like a king, right? Like, yeah, like, well, he drinks wine, he eats the best, yeah. finest foods, um, the way he speaks, his mannerisms, to me, that he's very king-like, and Kaguya is sort of almost feels like some sort of royal princess she's very very composed very quiet doesn't speak too often because that's how um wives would speak back in the day like they would only speak when spoken to um yeah you know just just to put it out there but it i don't know i feel to me ishiki and kaguya feel like a higher tier of otsutsuki than momoshiki and kinchiki well, if we look at the mural, right, the mural that mm-hmm. we have of the six, three pairs of two uh, Osuskis, we see that Ishiki is a step above everybody else. Nobody else is literally at his level. Then it goes Momoshiki and Kaguya. They seem to be, right, because it's just dependent on paneling in, in the anime. They seem to be at that level with Kaguya maybe a little bit higher. And then... Mm-hmm. 
Kenshiki below Momoshiki below everybody. And then on the right, uh, with the two that are destroyed, it, it seems to be that those two were at the level of Kaguya and Momoshiki and the other one with Kenshiki. So if they were, it would make sense that the royalty, like, you know, hierarchy is in place. Urashiki? Well, we don't know if it's him, right? We don't know <laughs> if Urashiki is one of the two that are destroyed. Um, well, you know, also, uh, Amura lived on the moon and he, he built a whole family out there. How did he go to the moon and build a whole family, including Teneri, a whole tribe of Otsuskis? We don't know because you, you know? can't make yourself right we know that you can't use you can't do that with the <laughs> you can't reproduce yeah. a what is it called i think uh, ha- well, look look hamura went to the moon and he had so much time to spend up there and, and eventually you know he ended up having a whole clan there and you have to think maybe he did go and interact with other otsuskis maybe he did interact with shibai maybe he took out shibai mm. I don't know. know. Shibai seems ancient. Yeah, I know. For thousands of years, millennials, and then how long ago did uh, Hamura go to the moon? Almost a thousand Uh, years, right? Well, I mean, in the anime, I think it's longer. Longer? Well, then still, it's like thousands of years ago he went to the moon. It's like, you know, it kind of adds up. Maybe he interacted with Shibai. Maybe Shibai picked um, him up, took him along. I was gonna say, like, um, have you ever, have you guys ever played uh, Assassin's Creed? I don't want to go off topic here, but basically, like, the assassins, they all wear white. They're they have very clean white robes, but the Grand Master wears completely black, and Shibai wears black. I don't know. <laughs> could be. Could be. <laughs> um, you know, I was thinking, right? If, however, that happened with the Moon Clan people. Right, whether he, I don't know, married a moon person, whatever it is, right? Some they all have to have found out about Shibai some way, right? Because Momoshiki knows about it. Momoshiki wasn't on the moon. Momoshiki wasn't even on Earth. He was somewhere else. Uh, but everybody seems to at least know. Well, actually, no. The moon people do not know. The moon people do not know because we know that because Toneri said if there was a side, I mean, if there was a main branch of the Osuski clan, why did they not, you know, contact us or like, why did they not do anything? Right. And, uh, or why did they exile us? I don't remember what exactly he said, but he was talking, questioning about another side of the Osuski clan, main and, and side branch. They, the moon people, are the side branch. So, and if we look at their type of wardrobe, they are the wardrobe of Momoshiki and Kenshiki. So maybe Momoshiki and Kenshiki aren't even a part of the main clan. Now we could. That might be how it separates the and Urashiki. Urashiki too. He's Urashiki. Urashiki talked to Teneri, and it was like he, I'm pretty sure he said something about like he's also from there too, or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, he he was um about the side clan and main clan. 
our main branch. I don't I don't think so because they knew uh Kaguya though. Like they knew Kaguya and Shiki, I think. Well again, right? Toneri is after. This is not at the inception of the moon people uh part of the Osuski like clan, right? He's afterwards. How long after doesn't matter, but after. Uh I think in them definitely at least lived as long as them. Well, I think it all has something to do with uh, Hamura. Um, either it's something he did or interact with them. There's something. They have to go back on Hamura's story about the moon. Because that's the other half we never got. We always, we always had Shippuden with Hagoromo and the Earth. But it seems like Boruto's all about the moon. I mean, we got some of it in the last, but that's about it. You know. Yeah. But it was Toneri who was talking to Boruto about the Osusuki god being with all the Jogans. Well, he didn't talk to him about it, but yeah, he came into he a dream. The Jogan and whether yeah. it's him or it's part of Shibai, we don't know. Seems to be part of Shibai because of that one panel where he has his hands out and a bunch of eyes are around him. And then not just that, but his his uh, head, like where his hair would be. It has a crystal ball looking thing, which is crazy. What if that's the clairvoyance uh then we're gone it would it would make sense right crystal ball you could see through the crystal ball I don't know um, <laughs> but yeah, again, how do these people know of she buy? How does Momoshiki know of she buy because that's what we're really questioning, right? Why is Momoshiki more reliable? than the person who has their body uh, because Momoshiki well, it seems like their story. It seems like Momoshiki has been around for a while though. And he has been doing some karmatic resurrection and uh, he has his experience. He said he knows all Shinjutsu. Did he not? Yeah. He knows of them. Yeah. He knows he of them can't all. do them, but he definitely knows of them. Yeah. And it's, you know, Sasuke, also Sasuke taught Boruto, but there was stuff that uh, Sasuke couldn't do, like the Flying Rajan. So it's like, it's it's almost like Momoshiki could could tell Boruto about some Shinjutsu's and maybe he, he might unlock them. Well, I'm, I mean, I always kind of questioned, um, how does Toneri know about the Jogon? Um, I, 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 that's, well, I, I kind of asked that myself, but I think that may imply that I, I'm not going to like say it outright, but I think it may imply that, uh, Hamura and Hagoromo may know about the Jogon as well. I'm not saying it's, it's pot, uh, it's like totally like impossible, but I mean, it could be a possibility that, um, that the Jogon no, is. Definitely. Yeah, like more well known among the Otsutsuki clan. I, I can I can see. In fact, I, I can I can actually picture Hagoromo and Hamura researching more into their Otsutsuki heritage or lineage. Um, I think uh, the the fact that Toneri knows about it, and you know Tenseiga, and some you know the fact that they're on the moon. Didn't Hamura go there by himself? Yeah. Um. So, he, uh, so, 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 yeah. So, 
I saw a scene where he took a whole bunch of humans, other humans, and they went to the moon. Um, okay. It was in the movie where he took a, a whole bunch of uh, the native people, and from what I can I can uh, come to conclude is uh, maybe he just interbred with these people, and boom, you got your new Otsutsuki moon clan. But that doesn't. That's not like a factor in how they got all the Otsuski information. Is that where um, they interacted with other Otsuskis, you know? I get the feeling that um, the, uh, the, the moon, like Hamura's a moon clan, um, they must have done something. Um, oh, they've must they can, have, I'm not, they can, they can go in like dimensions, right? So well, they clearly or, had, or maybe other know, planets, military advancements because they had a war. They had a war mm. in the moon. It was the, you know, everybody yeah. pulls it up whenever they want to connect it to the Senragon and what seems to be Florida's Mangekio. Uh, they had those type of designs back then whenever they flashbacked about the war on the moon. And then they had the Tenseigon. They had a bunch of different technology that is too advanced. I was just thinking, right? Whenever in Chapter 75, Katasuke was questioning, like, damn. How could you transplant it, right? Even with current technology, that just seems impossible. And why would he say current, right? Why would they tell us current technology? Well, if we look at real life, we've seen evidence of previous civilizations way back having farther advanced technology than us, right? At the current moment. So, Maybe, right? Amato did that. Maybe he did it some way like that. Um, because again, he tried with current technology whenever, well, not even current, but modern technology, whenever he tried to get Akabi, that didn't work. Uh, he could clone her, but, but everything else didn't work. And now he goes to Jigen and they seem to be at a different location with the car hideout right than where he was or maybe it's the same and they just brought the technology over whatever the case right now he can do all these crazy things like body modifications and uh you know all the stuff he did to all the car members so maybe he's using technology not of his own he's uh reverse engineering how to do these things that he's seen um also i want to go back to the moon um it seems like all the, the Osuski clan that was living there, they're all gone, except Toneri. Yeah. He was like the last one. So they either like went to different planets or were used, or imagine if they were taken out by, uh, I don't think so, but you know, Momoshiki and Urushiki and Kinshiki, they could use them as sacrifices. Uh, yeah, they're I mean, all they gone. definitely, yeah, they definitely slaughtered themselves. Um, <laughs> I mean, they um, had a war, right? You could, you yeah, could attribute them not being there to war. They were lost mm. in the heat of battle. But, uh, yeah, at the end, they they're they're definitely human. Um, I don't know. I I think we kind of discussed about that in a previous episode. Um, it seems to me Otsutsuki's in general are almost extinct i don't i i have that feeling 
Well, I get that that vibe that there's either not a lot or they're actually all gone. I don't know about you guys. I always feel like there's like, I mean, like I always feel like there's maybe like some kind of a like plan where they all hang out. Well, we saw Kenshiki uh, and Momoshiki hanging out at that hideout that Sasuke went to. But you think there might be some other like places that they hang out together? Because they're they're supposed to team up together, you know. So so like, I think ever since chapter, uh, I think it was seventy nine, seventy nine, right? When Momoshiki explained omnipotence, that kind of made that kind of like that changed everything of how I thought about the Otsutsuki clan because what Momoshiki is implying is perhaps previous alien uh visits from the otsutsuki clan um it's possible or like otsutsuki's in the distant past um manipulated memories of whatever was living on earth so i i'm i'm starting to believe that that um you know there are some otsutsuki technology on earth as seen with the time turtle and that one filler well anime episode with uh, Urashiki. Yeah. I mean, and you know what's another thing I noticed? Right? Man, this could definitely be nothing, right? It's right. depending upon if they follow through with the rest of what that turtle, the character or that folktale that the turtle is based off of, if they follow through with, uh, through it entirely or not, right? Because in the folktale, the the rescue the turtle or they save the turtle, the turtle rewards the guy who rescued him, and then uh, you know they go somewhere else. They go to a dragon palace or a palace of a dragon king or something, and uh, the guy gets sent back to Earth or wherever it is. It seems to be Earth because it's folktale, and then the guy tries to contact the turtle again, but they couldn't ever. Now, the difference in the Boruto version, right? They, Boruto doesn't save the turtle, right? The turtle is just taken out of the uh, ocean, right? The bottom of the sea, I think they said. Um, and then they use it. But then at the end, Boruto's like, oh, or no, the turtle's like, hey, I got enough, uh, I got enough chakra to send y'all somewhere else if y'all want. And then Boruto says, like, nah, you go uh, wherever you want to go, right? And so he's given up the opportunity to meet him again, or to use him again. I mean, not meet him, because you could still meet him. But why would you say that, right? As we know, in the anime, they don't tell you things to just tell you things. There's always something hidden that we don't know how it factors in yet. And it'll come back around, right? Just look at um, the doctor. The doctor in the Mitsuki arc came back around in the Kara actuation arc, right? So they always put these little plot points or threads. They leave them open-ended, right? They don't cut them. So they could bring it back up again. What if, right, the time that the turtle goes back to either... Right, because there could be two options. Either he goes right back into the sea, um, 
or he goes into the future. If he goes back into the sea, that's a time loop paradox, right? If he goes back into the, or if he goes into the future, right, we're going to see him again. So again, we don't know. Um, it seems I'm a big fan of the turtle. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a real big fan. Yeah. I like how they did the little echo audio tune on his voice because um, it really sounds like ancient technology or like a hologram <laughs> would talk to you. But no, so kind of sad. They were doing yeah. the turtle, well, it's right? also it's also something that they incorporated with like uh, Borto because Borto is about like a future and science tools like that and that's like an Otsuski version of it so i thought it was really cool yeah so one of the things that i saw right and that i'm just now possibly connecting is when they were inside the turtle right because they um the turtle opened up it like undid his shell and then they ran into it and now they're in a different area seems to be a different dimension that dimension right hear me looks to be the possible timeless dimension because if you look around there's cubes right those cubes look a lot like the holographic uh technology that the Kara members use whenever they're communicating to other people now you could say it's a stylistic you know artistic choice for how they depicted that but i don't know you know, is it a coincidence? Even though we know coincidences in Boruto aren't actually coincidences. Uh, they're just things that we can't connect yet. So again, right? It would also make sense that the turtle would go to the timeless dimension. If they're able to control time, why not go to a timeless dimension and maneuver, swim your way through time, literally? So I was thinking, what if what if he actually goes into the timeless dimension? And that might be, right, how I said he could go into the past or into the future with his other or his uh, leftover energy or chakra, whatever. If he goes into the future, that might be how we see him up again, how we he comes up into the story again, that he goes into the future. And in that future, it'll be to do with the timeless dimension that Kawaki has access to. I don't know, though. Well, all the purists might get mad at you. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> again, right, <laughs> so look, if that is the case, if somehow I'm right that the timeless dimension and the turtle are going to be connected some way, then what's the purpose, right? Why would you have a turtle that could control time to a certain extent, manipulate it to a certain extent, and then also have the threat of a timeless dimension. Maybe something happens. Well, what could possibly be something that could happen in the timeless dimension? Oh, who's there? Naruto. Who wants to keep uh, eat Naruto? Jura. So this is an absolute crack theory, right? I don't care if I'm wrong, but I would like to get the credit if I'm right. Right? That's how it works. <laughs> Everybody does it. Yeah. So crack theory. What if they lose? What if Jura actually eats Naruto? And what if that turtle is the way out? That would be cool. Is the way to undo things. But I don't know. So I was um, talking about Jura. I think, so the Shinju, 
they, for me, they scream uh, the flood from Halo. I don't know if you guys played that game, but um, but in Halo, you have an enemy called the Flood, and it's an alien parasite that infects the host, and when it consumes its host, it basically absorbs all of its uh, genetic information and memory information. Um, so the flood basically inherits whatever the host um, had, it, it, which includes a whole list of things. But um, I think the Shinju shown in Boruto, it may be the biggest threat um, ever. I say that from my previous experience with playing Halo, I guess. Uh, the reason I say they're the biggest threat is because I'm, I don't know. It, it, it's possible that they have, they don't want anything to do with the Otsutsukis. They want to be their own thing. Um, and absorbing all life is practically like a, uh end stage boss right there. I don't know. I just, that's my head cannon, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So regarding the, um, yeah, like the Shinju, if they do lose, then what's what's the, the point, point of the, yeah creatures? Like, will they even get stronger if they lose? Like, how will they get stronger? Like, will they just eat random people? I think it's a matter of numbers. Um, or uh, obviously, they're going to do something that greatly affects the, the Shinobi world. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe the Shinju actually like destroy all of Ninja society. That's a possibility. You know what I was thinking, right? Mm-hmm. You know how they said that uh, how Boruto told Code um, to destroy them? Since you have the reins, you can control them right now before you mm-hmm. no longer can. What if he's saying that to, I guess, foreshadow um, Kawaki taking the reins from them? Right? Maybe that's what he meant by the age of Shinobi is over. Because just like in the anime, when they try to use uh, artificial soldiers, it didn't work. Maybe Kaoki's yeah. about to do the same thing where he defeats or however it goes. Kaoki ends up in control, handing, you know, grabbing the reins of the, the Shinju. And then now that's the new way of uh, of the world. No longer having to have Shinobis die early, which is what he said. That Shinobis are just the ones who die early. Yeah, so that might be a thing, and then right, you would have Boruto against the world quite literally again, even if uh, omnipotence seems to be getting uh, yeah, not as an an, an immovable object as it is now, you know, because I think for sure that uh, a lot more people are gonna learn about what actually is happening. Um, It doesn't seem to me, right, just because we have two people uh, currently that are realizing something is wrong, it doesn't seem to me that it takes that much. Like, it takes a lot clearly, because if not, Sarda could go tell everybody, hey, this isn't what actually happened, and it would work, right? But 
doesn't seem to me like it takes a lot. Maybe it's me, though. Again, we have to determine why. Why is it happening? And Sarda is doing that just now, right? She's questioning, huh, it doesn't work for others, but it worked for my dad. Why? And maybe, again, it ties back into the certain requirements for a lot of these concepts in Boruto, right? Because if, uh, if like what I said, that hope, right, for some reason, hope could be the reason that these people are immune. Yeah. Then that might also be the requirements for an Osuski because they said Osuski powers contain hope. Um, and mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that like hope is at the core of everything, which is a good writing, right? It's good writing wise that hope is at the core perseverance and all the terms that come with the word hope, right? Yep. Is at the core of it, which is uh which is good. But why? Why put it at the core, right? Hope. Because everything else is telling us <laughs> there is not a lot to be hopeful for. Um, especially for Boruto. So I think for yeah, I think for like hope, although it might be minuscule, it probably might be something powerful. Yeah. And as you can see, it's pretty powerful in the Boruto universe. Yeah. What was the Jogon called again? Well, Jogon? The, oh, the Eye of Hope? The Star of Hope? The Star, Star of Hope. Hope. Oh, you might be onto that, something. That's, that's what, what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, like, hope, it seems to me that that's everything to do with all these concepts. What is required of a vessel? Hope. What is required to be immune? Hope. What is all of that? Hope. I don't know why. I feel like that's the answer. And if that's, that's a, the answer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does that apply to Shibai? How does that hope apply to Shibai? Well, he's in Osuski, so he has hope. He's working. He's over millennia, right? Doing this tiring, what seems to be tiring process, right? Because you have to implant a karma. You have to wait for the tree to grow, all that, right? Eat the fruit, come back, repeat, rinse and repeat, right? Maybe it's because he had hope. (laughs) And uh, hope isn't really something you can uh, quantify, right? Like, of course you could quantify hope, but can you really? And if that's what, um, and if that you can't, right? If you can't quantify it, then that might be how he ascended. Like he literally put all his hope in this higher power. And so he went there. He literally went to the higher power. That's what faith is. Putting hope in something or someone. Power in God of hope. I mean, it kind of, yeah, I remember that. It was a literal power. Like it's long the, I think it was for Kratos. The only way to defeat the Olympian gods was through the power of hope, which was some like weird ethereal force that kind of transcends a lot of things. Energy source, Shinjutsu. Yeah, that could be it. Mm -hmm. So Shibai, right, might right now be the current embodiment of hope. Yeah. And as we know, right, in look at uh 
the Kratos God of War series, gods of these certain concepts don't have to be the same person forever. They can always change. And so I think it's right now being building up to Shibai being the current one, the current embodiment of hope, to later in the end of series probably, Boruto becoming that. And if Boruto becomes that, he's going to have to go and have the same fate that Shibai did, which is to look like you were killed and leave your body behind and transcend everything. Do you think, yeah. like, uh, the Jogon has any sort of connection to Shibai? Um, or some sort of, like, correlation? Yeah, it gotta be, because it, it, it was in that one panel. They had mm-hmm. the, like, and people always are, you know, debating about Jogon canon or not, or this is whatever. But it's quite clear that that right there, Whatever is the things, all those eyes around that god has to be some type of power. Some type of higher thing. And it the feel, only thing we know no, it, is yeah. the Jogon. Well, it feels like the Jogon is some sort of like, like even in real life, you either you believe in it or you don't. It's almost like the it's done on purpose, where the Jogon is some weird like like ultimate hype eye uh, we're gonna see i swear we're gonna see like sarda's mangekio before we see the jogon we already did um yeah well i mean in, in action in in, in oh, action okay. in two yeah, blue board definitely yeah. definitely i feel like the jogon is some end stage final power up yeah i mean we know at least one time that it'll show right in the current right. time in the uh flash forward that's uh the Jogon. For sure. Yeah. So I, I, I kinda noticed another thing. Um so in the manga, um so when when Boruto, when he was possessed by Momoshiki, he opened his eye and his eye literally had a slit on it, like a, it almost looked like a snake eye. And then um you you could tell it's the, the cornea and uh and the rest of the eye, it, it's it's damaged. Right, it has to be permanent. But when Boruto used the Jogon, it's almost like a completely new eye. Yeah. So I don't so, know what's going on. And if it we're thinking that it. that's the literal star of hope, and that's that's embodying hope and everything to do with hope, right? Yeah. Maybe he literally has to believe in it for it to manifest, <laughs> right? Because think about the mm, first time yeah. he did it. Think about in the anime, the first time he actually saw it. He thought it was Why a Biakuya. He, yeah. he saw it because somebody told him that is real. He even said, in this eye, it's real. And then he looked in the mirror and he saw it. So again, it's probably hope. And just like that one DC character that I cannot remember the name of for the life of me, where you be- if you look at it, it's real. The second you no longer can see it, it's not real. It doesn't exist. And it wipes from your own memory. Which is crazy for a DC power. But no, so maybe it's the same thing with the Drogon, right? If you believe in it, and it's real. That would mm-hmm. also be why Toneri even did something to Boruto, right? Or Ishiki, when he uh, froze him right beforehand, he was saying, you might have thought you did something uh, by doing something to that 
to that woman's child, which is clearly talking about Hinata. So they're talking about the child of Hinata, which is Boruto at the time. Um, so Urashiki is talking about, you did something to Boruto. And maybe that's that board that uh, maybe that something was Toneri literally giving him hope with the Jogon. I, again, I mean, like, the joke. How could have Toneri done that? He has to have learned so, from somebody. It, it feels like the Jogon is some faith based eye. I mean, funny enough, like I said before, even the the community kind of have kind of has to have faith in this eye. <laughs> that's that's kind of uh, hilarious. Uh, and and Boruto like you need is still having faith, mm-hmm. right? He uh, right his destiny. They keep telling him yeah. what he's supposed to have happen, and he isn't going for it. Yeah, he's keeping hope. His willpower is strong. Uh, like what Momoshiki said, and whenever omnipotence had happened, his willpower is strong. So clearly, uh. It's either that in a moment of where he loses hope or in a moment where he absolutely needs hope to continue, he'll get the joke on. Yeah. But again, oh, why would that uh why would that work though, right? If yeah. the Jogon is connected to Shibai and um that, you know, hope is also with the Jogon, is Shibai helping him? Think about it. Maybe. Have have your faith in me, and I reward you. That's most yeah. of uh, of like God and believer relationships, where you have hope in your God, and that God rewards you in the uh, later on. Yeah, regarding yeah, that, that's cool. Yep, regarding that, um, and I think in this case, like with Borto. And like Shiba and shit. In order to have hope in this case, you have to have faith. So yeah. like especially with Toneri and the Jogon, maybe Toneri might appear again to Boruto. And in order for the Jogon to like activate for Boruto. Borto has to have faith in Toneri that he will get this eye, this pure eye, the Jogon. And well, go ahead. With the hope scenario, if he loses hope or if he loses faith in Toneri, it probably might not activate. Kind of like what you said. With the whole, I don't think it's Toneri though, because even before he contacted Toneri, he had the joke on, mm-hmm. right? So it has to be something else. That was just the first time he actually knew something was up with his eye. He didn't know yet at the time what actually it was, but I don't. He still doesn't know. Matter of fact, um, he still doesn't know what actually is going on with his eye, but he he knows something is there. He he knows it's real. And what does that sound like? He, he, somebody or Boruto who can actually tangibly see, I am not lying. I'm not going crazy. That sounds like omnipotence with the people who are breaking, well, not even breaking out of it, but at least seeing something is wrong, right? They're seeing 
things that are just inexplicably real. All right. So, uh, so we've come to the end of the podcast. I want to thank everyone for joining and staying this long. If you have listened this far, really appreciate it. Share with your friends. Drop a comment if you want. Uh, and yeah, follow us on Twitter. We just, or X, we just opened up a new Twitter account. And join the Discord if you want to be part of future episodes. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it.